Hey everybody and welcome. You are listening to Lox LaRue's Locker Room. Join me each episode with a different special guest. We'll be breaking the locks off toxic masculinity one locker at a time. On this episode, I'm joined by the luxurious legend, Lily Snapdragon. Lily is a neo-drug queen, burlesque performer and host. They are also the founder of The Bitten Peach and The Lads Show. Today, we talk about how Asian women are stereotyped and the male gaze, especially when it comes to being viewed as submissive or delicate. Please note that the conversations between me and my guests are purely based on our own thoughts and experiences. Now with all that in mind, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and just before we start, here is a lesson in masculinity 101. In 1905, Freud argued that clitoral orgasms were an example of women's sexual immaturity. It was only discovered 50 years later by Alfred Kinsey in 1953 that the clitoris was the primary source of orgasms in females. It was only in 1998 that Dr. Helen O'Connell revealed of an MRI the structure of the clitoris. A man went to the moon and the internet was invented before we knew the structure of the clitoris. Hi everyone and welcome to Lox LaRue's Locker Room. I'm super excited and pumped today because I've got the luxurious legend Lily Snatchdragon. Hello. Hello, <laughs> how are you today? I am very good. I've never been described as a luxurious legend before and I'm not gonna lie, I really like it. <laughs> well, I think that's what you are, so. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yes, and hopefully the audience, well, the listeners will realise that as well once listening to you, if they don't know much about you already, which I'm sure they already do. To put things in context then, could you tell us a bit about yourself as a performer for the listeners who aren't that familiar with your work? Sure. Um, so I describe myself as a neo-burlesque drag performer host producer. Um, I've been doing drag for, it's my 10th year this year, so coming up I think in October, October, November, beginning of Ooh. November will be my 10 year anniversary of this crazy ride and a lot of my work is based on western stereotypes of Southeast Asian women, so a lot of my stuff is very satire, the lily that people tend to know is Thai lily which is very much like a lot of those acts are based on stereotypes of, of, of Asian people in general as well, but mostly women. I like to just have a bit of a mess around on that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that, know, is that is that okay? Yeah, that sounds really awesome. So just uh, for another question in there then, since it's um, 10 years, you said that obviously you play into satire um, and like, stereotypes of Asian women and women do you think um you started out with that idea or has things evolved over time with um your acts I know obviously there's a natural evolution isn't there but compared to how you started now to 10 years later would you say that certain things have changed evolved or have you always had a certain idea in mind that makes sense yeah it does so initially I did have playing with with stereotypes was always going to be I wasn't really aware that I was going to end up going into like comedy political burlesque because I wanted to do classical all I thought 
was classical burlesque. That's all I'd ever seen. That's all I'd ever known. So originally, when I wanted, when I started doing Lily, um, Lily was meant to represent all of Asia, um, because that comment was supposed to to be based on because we all look the same. So it was very much um, a like I was going to have Thai Lily, which represented stereotypes. I was going to have Japanese Lily, which represented like anime and glorification of like schoolgirl porn. There was going to be Chinese Lily, which was going to represent like suppression um, and different, you know, there were lots of different things. And originally what I really wanted to do was put in traditional like theatre or dance or music within it. But what ended up happening was I started stage managing um, in the beginning. That's how I learned etiquette. That's how I networked. That's how I learned how cabaret and drag and burlesque. I got to watch incredible performers by doing stage management. And, you know, 10 years ago with the, the stage management, especially with burlesque, stage managers were known as kittens and kittens are seen and not heard. So it's very much that pinup, you know, you look really sexy and that's all you're there for. Yeah, I thought that was a fucking joke and I thought it was a bit bullshit. And at one point I ended up speaking and I ended up speaking in the Thai Lily voice, um, which that has evolved. So that has changed. That has like, yeah. Um, and basically what I'm trying to get to from this very long tangent is that Thai Lily really took off and that's what people really really liked so although I was I did like I've got a go-go yubari act and I have my chains act which were kind of like in the directions I was trying to go Thai Lily was the most popular and that's what people wanted so who was I to not do that so that's where it kind of evolved where those like my idea of wanting to do all these different types of performances representing different things then really kind of evolved to just Lily doing Thai Lily from there it kind of then evolved to a point where then I started hosting so uh I talk in an accent because that's what people some people assume that I would that I would speak in um and that accent has evolved so originally when I first started doing it it was very I guess realistic is the is the way to kind of like, you know, I could probably pass as a, a Thai woman with a, you know, speaking English. Um, and then I kind of felt that that was too realistic uh, and it's not what I wanted it. So I changed it to be a bit more in, on the higher, on like a higher pitch and a bit more childlike. Um, so then there was no way in heck that people would think that, that was really my accent. But unfortunately, people still do think it's my accent. And I don't know how, but there we go. From what you just said, I wanted to pull out a few things. So one of the things, obviously, you mentioned about, like, stereotypes and comedy, and obviously, like, with the voice. I find that interesting how you said that you've, like, adapted that as well to suit what you're comfortable with also. So it's in an entertaining way as well. Because I find if I kind of link it to my experience, even though it's different being um, a gay queer man performing I've often I'm still fairly newish in terms of what I want to sort of adapt I know certain things about myself obviously I'm always debating whether I want to camp things up because I do actually enjoy camping things up 
but like it's got to be on that level where I'm doing it for me rather than just for um, the audience but at the same time yeah. it's good as well to do it for the audience it's one of those things isn't it where it's like it's, like you said it's yeah. It, it's yeah it's like picking and choosing yeah the, um, and finding a balance that you're comfortable with you know doing what works for you and doing what works for obviously what's going to get booked so linking um say the male gaze and um you know masculinity and femininity would you say like in your performing you kind of touch on that or if you don't do you reckon I guess that could be an interpretation of it of some of your performances like how for example men view Asian women or female performers yes yeah so (laughs) I've kind of had it all my life where I think when I thought I was straight remember those times when you think yeah straight? I, I remember when that yeah. <laughs> yeah and a lot of like my ideas and then especially growing up with a very traditional Asian mum you know and being raised that like <clears throat> the man gets the bigger piece of the meat you you know like honestly I'm not even Sorry, it's like I know it sounds like such a fucking laugh but it's just like no your dad gets this bit because it's the bigger bit, bit and it's just like but why you cooked it <laughs> yeah you know, it's kind of like coming from the ideas and coming from the idea that women are to serve your man. And there were a lot of times, every time actually, that I would become this idea of what the perfect Asian woman was. So like super domestic, but like you know like lady in the streets and freaking the sheets like that kind of yeah it's very much that that and making them feel like their top dog even though I'm earning four times as much on like you know running you know businesses and shit like it doesn't make a difference like I felt like I had to live up to this kind of idea so doing it on stage I love this juxtaposition of coming out looking very sexy or cute and subby but then you've like one got like the like yes I think I'm sexy but I don't think I'm sexy in uh I guess a stereotypical way like the idea of like what sexy is or how you would move in the sexy I like bringing the grotesque comedy grotesque with um the look of being pristine and having a voice that's like hello you know it's it's very jarring you know (laughs) like you want me to suck your cock i do for you no problem like it's very like it's it's a little bit oh what's oh what's his name uh from indiana jones short short the main character no in, in indiana jones you've got the little Asian boy that like Indiana adopts in like Temple of Doom anyway some of the vocals are depend on him because he's like Dr. John Dr. John it's very like I like to play on like those kind of those things so I guess with like male gazes and and like having this idea and then just amplifying it up with ridiculousness and comedy and like a bit of like grotesque like the whole massage act that I do is like super grotesque I'm gonna ask you about your <laughs> one of your acts now um so um 
I'm not sure of the the proper name for it, but the English Breakfast Act. Obviously, you yeah, can that's... educate us and tell us what the name of it is. But um, if you um could tell us a bit about that act, um, that would be <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um. So English Breakfast is the fourth episode of Ty Lily, and it is called English Breakfast, and it was created for the Ruby with Three Wires review and it was like a food edition and I just came up with doing a sploshing act uh, with English breakfast because that is what people in the UK eat um, and originally Lily <clears throat> came to England to look for a better life and was looking for an English husband um, and a passport um that's all changed since Brexit. Everything's changed. Lily's now come here by mistake. So it's it's a, it's like a bit of a continuation. And I basically do a splashing act with orange juice, eggs, bacon, sausages. And then sometimes I throw in chips because Asian shops. Yeah, because you know, have you ever been to like Asian, like, you know, if you go to like, if you want a Chinese, they'll just always have chips. I always want the chips actually with me. Why do you basic. have chips with your Chinese? It's so weird. I'm it's basic. really weird. And if I go to the buffet, I, I have like the chips. I'll get some chips. Really? Sorry, I'm not basic. A, basic. No, but do you know what I mean? But it's just like, hang on a second. Like Chinese food is incredible cuisine. Like yes. it's got really great food. It's not just fried stuff. If you yes. like go to like a proper Chinese like yes. restaurant. So why do they have chips? So sometimes I just throw chips in there. Because yes for those people who will get it so but yeah it's just a big massive sploshing messy oh yeah and then I get uh squirted on with HP sauce at the end because you know yeah. that's what people put on their English breakfasts and it stinks <laughs> so that's the app I put mayonnaise on all of my stuff do you oh no I'm a ketchup ketchup, ketchup girl all ketchup the way well, yes. yeah I can't have HP anymore to be honest I can't have English breakfasts anymore yeah <laughs> mm-mm I can't eat beans anymore, and I can't eat HP. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like, I can't think of the words to describe it, but... Acidic. <laughs> yeah. Acidic, and it's smelly. And does that kind of, if we link it back to earlier then, this idea of, like, um, women serving and stuff, does it kind of, yes. like, turn that on its head a bit and play yeah. around with that? So, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a play along the lines of, like, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. You know? And, like, because Lily's purpose is to get married and to get a par- have a passport with, like, a washer-dryer and, like, a really nice cooker, because that's all she obviously wants, and a Mercedes, she wants to find a husband. So what's the better way with having sex and food? And it's just, like, Lily likes to misinterpret stuff. It's that's pretty much all it is so it's like oh okay through the stomach okay I have a sexy body they love that I'm gonna put food on it and then they'll want me it's just like really ridiculous and that's kind of like where English breakfast comes from but it's only an act I do if there's a shower (laughs) mm -mm. yeah mate mate the first time I did that act I did it with like we just homemade, Miss Cairo, who's now based in Australia, made me these like pasties and like underwear and 
it was all cotton or like fabric and yeah. sequin and just trying to scrub like smushed baked beans <sighs> out of sequin is not the one so luckily I had them redone in latex so they're nice and easy to wash off That's but good. yeah it's um it is one of my favorite acts to do because it's I want to see it live oh uh, it's it's like it's uh shocking I guess in quotes like no one's like kind of really expecting this entire tray and it's also like I just love gross I love people just like I like doing what people are thinking or I like doing or saying what pe things that people are all thinking and they just don't want to say it. I've got no problems. I have no boundaries. Is it kind of like touching on the fact that you've got to be ladylike when, when you're eating and stuff like that as well? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all like, I like to like this idea of, you know, the, the Asian women of being, you know, and also it's it's kind of like a, a chat, a, a, like a, a bit of like a touch on like, you know, sometimes you get Asian women who um, they're like laid out naked and sushi's put on them and stuff. And they have like wasabi in their belly button and it's like all exotic. Yeah. Um, it's also a bit of play on that, like um, this idea of just taking english food which is the blandest stuff in the world um oh my goodness like goodness gracious gracious me got it right give me the blandest thing on the menu that's english food all over i mean some of it's just anyway yeah. but yeah it's having it's finding that like i like having the different mixes and like playing i like just making things gross and yeah and you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and do you play around with like this do you think the submissive um element as well with like the male and the female roles like you were saying about earlier do you think like you kind yes. of turn that around as well? yeah with with my massage act yeah. um which is lily gets a job so she's come to england so yeah. she gets a job which is obviously in a massage parlor because where else would she fucking yeah go? at the nail salon but i already have an act for that <laughs> so the massage act is is basically doing a massage and the assumption of a happy ending but i don't know is it ruining if i tell people what happens in the act or go for it we've only got two minutes so for the happy till the happy ending <laughs> okay well okay right so basically in massage i get a, a person who looks like a tourist um which by the way i'm just gonna add after eight years of using the same doll not the same doll i've obviously used the same doll but bought him numerous times because he's my favorite but poor tyler knight's being retired because he gets lots of holes in him anyway so this tyler knight comes in who's based on a real poor star by the way he comes in for a massage and he asks for a happy ending so he kind of gets a happy ending and he asks to be like slapped around a bit as he's getting it because he likes that and he starts to deflate and i have to perform cpr yeah. Yeah. while trying to do a happy ending because I, I don't know how, what yeah. else to do and I don't know how to do CPR and it ends up with wanking and then it ends up with a tit wank it ends up with oral sex and it's just to take away all of the grace that idea of having a submissive graceful beautiful Asian woman who's like spitting on this dick fingering his asshole like <laughs> slamming on his chest going Liz um you know when this like inflatables flailing around yeah. I just like creating this ridiculous idea 
of Asian women being this perfect being and having to always keep this persona of having it together and very delicate. Yeah. I like breaking those windows and walls. Excellent. And that was a great way to finish. No pun intended there <laughs> with the happy ending. <laughs> So um, we've reached our climax. Thank you, everyone, for coming, well, listening to the podcast today. Thank (laughs) you, Lily, for speaking to us. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I've had an absolute lovely time. Me too. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Bye, everyone. I would like to thank Lily for coming on to my podcast today. If you want to catch more of Lily, then please check out their Instagram handle in the episode description. If you do feel like leaving a review, please do so. Thank you for listening to Loxlaroo's Locker Room. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at Loxlaroo. Bye. I just choked on my own saliva there because that's just how, that's what a luxurious legend I am. Um, I am the performer that chokes on their own spit. Could be a new form of sideshow, maybe, or something. Yeah. Do you think? I think I would win <laughs> if it's choking on your own spit or falling over. I've done that before, though, when you just like, I'm just like swallowing and then end up choking. I'm like, how have I done that? And it's like, I'm nothing. I know. Literally, I think I'm just an idiot. <laughs>